Hey folks, Kyle here. Thank you for listening. Just taking another quick second out here and add on uh, my own show. Figure this is a good time to remind everyone of these shows I got coming up. I'm in Eureka, California. I'm in Portland, Oregon, Seattle, and Oakland, California, all starting actually next week. Basically some dates in there. May 16th in Eureka, 18th in Portland, May 23rd in Seattle, and May 25th in Oakland. Doing my show hard to say, uh, this comedy show I'm working on about living with trigeminal neuralgia. I've gone on and uh, on enough about it on here. I really had a, a lot of fun out in, in Colorado last month, and people came out from the shows, and that was it's the best. Seeing people out at shows who, who like the podcast is just the best, and developing this show about the very odd and difficult thing I'm going through has been a pleasure that is unexpected and makes me very happy, and I'm very proud of the show. Um, like I said, the, I've got those dates coming up, kyleayers.com slash shows. Please grab tickets now. Grab them while you're listening to this. Send it to a friend. Tell them to come out. Seattle, Portland, Eureka, Oakland. Uh, I would love for tickets to get moving a little bit. And so would the venues that are emailing me. And they're just it's going to be a really good time. I hope to see you out. Thank you so much. I hope you're enjoying the episode. Once again, kyleayers.com slash shows. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. The absolute the best. In a world where every conversation is about what movie or TV show you've just seen. This is Never Seen It. Comedians rewriting famous movies and TV shows they've never seen. Hey everybody, on today's episode, it is the first half of a two-part, I don't know why I forgot the word part, I don't know what I was going to substitute in. A two-goer? That wouldn't have worked. A two-part. This is Chris Charpentier. He's been on here before. Uh, Today, Chris has never seen Sonic the Hedgehog. The very famous, very popular, classic film, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, He's never seen it, and he rewrote it. We're also joined by Troy Walker, who in our next episode will be the writer, and Chris will be the character -er. Thus, two parts. But Chris has never seen Sonic the Hedgehog. He rewrote it. We read his script. It's so fun. Two incredibly funny guys from Denver. Two of my good friends in comedy. It's, it was a really nice time. Chris has never seen uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. I, how many times do I have to say that? It's the title of it. And I keep saying that like that's what the intro is supposed to introduce. Well, a- anyways, I don't know what I will edit out of this. Um it's, it's real fun. Chris is the host of a podcast called Sports Bullies the Game, which is a podcast that has nothing to do with sports and literally nothing to do with bullies and a little bit to do with being a game. But it's very, very fun. Uh, I've been on there. It's out on Tuesdays. You can check that out. Chris Charpentier has never seen Sonic the Hedgehog. Please enjoy the episode. Um, if you guys want to uh, check us out, we've got a Discord for the show and for my other shows and stuff now. You can find that if you follow us on uh, Twitter or Instagram. There's links to it in our profile on there. It's real fun. We have a before and afters robot. So you can come challenge this robot to try and stump you with a before and after. It just goes and goes. And you want to hurry up and get in there because uh, there are some people really going in on this robot. And that sounded sexual, not sex. They just keep at, they're exhausted. We got a lot of before and afters, but these people are blowing through them. So that sounded sexual again. Um, anyways, find us on Instagram and Twitter and find, you'll find the discord and, and 
in our profiles there and come join that and hang out we got a bunch of fans in there talk about movies play before and after robot stuff uh it's real nice and i don't know why i sounded aggressive saying that or why i'm second guessing every part of the intro but this is chris charpentier has never seen sonic the hedgehog uh it's it's incredibly funny it was a really nice time we're recording these remotely we got some hiccups with uh all of our recording remote stuff which you can imagine uh but please enjoy it and it will be great and troy walker's here as well and everything i said earlier i'm saying again here is the end of the intro uh now this has never seen it this is the podcast where i have comedians rewrite famous movies and tv shows they've never seen before Today, having never seen, if you can believe it, having missed the classic Sonic the Hedgehog, <laughs> is Chris Charpentier. Chris, thank you for being here. Absolutely, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, uh, what a, I want to uh, and 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 having joined us for the first time here to to read in Sonic the Hedgehog and talk with us is Troy Walker. Thank glad you to be here. here. Glad to be here. You know, I I actually uh, did a Chris Charpentier recording before. Is that right? Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. Which one did? Yes. Which one was it? Was it? Well, I don't remember what the movie was, but we recorded it in our apartment. That's right. It was a Patreon episode. That's oh. right. That's right. That's right. Tight. Um, because Chris, Chris has made the leap from Passion of the Christ right. to Sonic the Hedgehog. I mean, yeah. I, I think I also did Aquaman in the middle. Aqu- Aquaman is where Troy yeah, was. Yeah, that, that sounds is, right. Uh, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, I, it, it was an edit that uh, I was bad at getting the edits together, so I don't know if it ever saw the <laughs> Patreon light of day or not. <laughs> Perfect. Um, you know what? But I love I, the, the range that you have, Chris, for movies you're willing to not see uh, <laughs> between three biblical figures such as Jesus, Jason Momoa, and Sonic the Hedgehog. I know. It's like I don't care at all. I'm an atheist. <laughs> <laughs> uh you guys don't understand I, I i'm kind of agnostic i haven't seen sonic the hedgehog or passion <laughs> so troy have you seen sonic the oh hedgehog? dude i saw it in the theater bro was this now was this this feels like it could have been a lot of people's last movie they would see in movie theater it was, was it? my last movie that i saw oh in the God. theater i saw it with rachel weeks and matt monroe I, How embarrassing! Me and me and Rachel wanted to see it, and we basically drug Monroe to it. And there were no more movies. <laughs> so, Boy, it's really cr- there were no great movies out to be the walk-off movie for anybody. I don't think. I don't think anyone was like, you know, it was crazy. I finally saw No Country for Old Men in theaters, and they got rid of movies, <laughs> and I feel okay. It's everyone like I drug my friends to the Sonic movie, <laughs> right? And everybody hated it. No, it's pretty good. It was pre- it, honestly, it's pretty okay. good. <laughs> it honestly, that is a surprise. It's pretty good, dude. Like, yeah, Sonic's a little cheesy, and it's for, clearly for kids. But Jim Carrey is like hilarious. Like, really crushing. Like, it's wow, it's okay. it's honestly put it this way. I would watch it again. <laughs> wow. I would watch. I, can, uh, I would watch it again for sure. I, there's really something to be said about a movie that was bullied by the internet into changing what the main character looked like. <laughs> hey, it was for the best. That, that happened? <laughs> oh, yeah. That really did happen. Yeah. Wow. 
here the original Sonic poster came out, yeah. and then everyone was like, "Nah, that's not him." And they were like, "Oh yeah, you're right. We will re CGI the main character of a done movie." Yeah. Holy shit! Well, they had, it was so bad. Like, don't get me wrong, I was not cyberbullying anyone about Sonic the Hedgehog, but as somebody who grew up with Sonic the Hedgehog, I did take it personally. You know? Wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I, that's not true. But it I was will, very fun. I will say that not only did I not see this movie and not hear that news, I didn't play this game when I was a kid. I don't really? I know fucking nothing about Sonic. Dude, right? I, I love did, it. I did, like, maybe three or four times at a friend's house or something, but we never had right. a, a, whatever, Sega. It just, so you were never part of the SEU, the Sonic Entertainment Universe? Never, never even... <laughs> put my dipped my toe in the pool i i honestly didn't think that was what you were about to say and i'm glad it's where you went <laughs> i had a, for some reason i had a hard time getting out words and it seemed like i was gonna say something else but yeah truly i was just struggling to say a simple yeah sentence. it sounded like you were about to say i never even put my dick in the hedgehog pool <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah i haven't seen this movie now, I, I really don't know anything about this movie i've never even fucked in <laughs> Don't go, don't go speaking for me. I've never seen the movie, but I put my dick lots of places. Why do you, why do you think he didn't see it? It was because he had a tough breakup. <laughs> no, I, I didn't see it. It's a, it, but the whole movie blocked me, so I didn't see any of it. I couldn't see it, so then I got to open an incognito browser just so I could see what the movie. I got to ask my friends if uh, the movie's hanging out with anybody else. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not thrilled that you saw the movie, Troy. Dude, it's, tell you that much. it honestly is pretty great. Uh, and I did. Of course it is. Troy, I know how great it is. I did grow up with Sonic the Hedgehog. I had a Genesis. I was more Whoa. Sonic. I was more Sonic, maybe even, than Mario, for sure. Really? I'm a, yeah. Interesting. Personal, personal fan of fandom. Wow. Controversial okay. opinion for nobody, but it it had all the parts of like a hot yeah, take. Absolutely. Do you know what I mean? It just it, was, it isn't. It went from a, it was like a hot take that just was more of a take. There wasn't a lot of hot. Yeah, imagine it. imagine if you're trying to make a hot take and you put the oven on and you scramble up your egg and the little thing and then you throw the scrambled egg, but you forgot to turn the oven on, mm-hmm. so it's just wet egg in a pan. Yep. All of that. All of that could go on my tombstone. Literally every <laughs> single thing you've said well, in the yeah. last Anytime I get a tombstone, I add a little cheese to it. <laughs> but you could try an egg. You could try an egg. Sure, I'll bet it add to it. Uh, <laughs> I have you that was I one time I this is like the if you do you ever think about like the poor I'm poor now. Sure. Like you know what I mean? I'm very broke now. But when I was working part time at Apple in Chicago, one time I took two pieces of a tombstone pizza in for lunch like i cut it into quadrants Uh and i ate two of them for dinner and then i left the other two out and then i put them in a ziploc and took that and ate them people my manager held a meeting with me to ask if i was okay (laughs) (laughs) he was he honestly because and and i but i tried to be like well i I, this is what I was like, well, I added cheese to it before I cooked it, so it was like more than just <laughs> wow, which is sadder than definitely if I had sadder, it. yeah, like, it's way <laughs> sadder, so much sadder than. If I had it. <laughs> but I still do it sometimes. I get a crappy frozen pizza, you know. Yeah, you, know, you like you feel like you're doing. More oh, dude, sure. I fuck with the Totinos, heavy. Like they're, you know, they're not a respectable pizza. But they're pretty good. Oh, they're a dollar hey, twenty. They're very good. Respectable man, Troy. Who gives a shit? Never have them. You know that. I never have them. 
Right. <laughs> Eliminate the like things, and it's just man pizza. Get rid of not. Get rid of uh. Get rid of respectable, Absolutely. and then cross multiply for man pizza. <laughs> oh, look at that lighting change. Oh yeah, that's this nice. Play on the podcast. Thank you. That's real Very nice. Warm I like to be a little so, yellow for my friends. Same. I like to look like I'm either jaundice or uh, sepia, depending on how quickly I move. Can I? I was thinking like an Instagram filter called jaundice. Can I? Can I show you guys what this lamp is? Sure. Yeah, man, that's what the podcast is for: showing stuff in your room to two Literally, people. Literally, it is a leg. <laughs> is it a leg? It's a mini. It is literally a, a mini. Oh wow! My God. Okay, From so that rarely, rarely is a visual on a podcast worth it, but this was the one that <laughs> it really was. Fragile. They had a tiny, fragile leg. Fragile leg. <laughs> that is great. Mm-hmm. Nice work, Troy. Where'd that come from? Yeah. That's got to be a present. It was a gift, Never. yeah. It was a gift. Okay, good. good. <laughs> Imagine if you went out to buy <laughs> that for I yourself. Gonna <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Troy, you got to get out of the house. <laughs> I'll be back. I'll be back. <laughs> You come back. All right, I got it. Can you can you can you believe Spencer's was still open and B my gift card had to expire? I still got fifteen bucks left on it. What are the odds that a hot topic gift card works at Spencer's? Eighty percent? Eighty five percent? They're probably I feel like both those businesses are owned by Pepsi. I mean they're not zero. They're not zero for sure. That's for sure. I think you're right. It's like one of those when you like it's like how uh, Ralph's also works at King Supers and all their, yeah. all their yeah. grocery stores around the country. It's the same thing. They're all owned right. by the same company. Yeah, yeah. Spencer's, Pleasures, Hot Topic, <laughs> <laughs> all under the same There's umbrella. Any place, you can get a, any place you can get a white belt. <laughs> I would be lying if I said I didn't wear a white studded belt for months hey. in probably freshman year of high school to hold up cargo shorts. I had one. <laughs> they were cool at one point in time. Troy? No, I never join us. I never had a I never had a white belt. <laughs> really? Sorry, Troy, you're really hiding behind the luminosity of your leg lamp uh, All right. right now uh-huh. and not sl- slumming with us normal yeah. lamp white belts. <laughs> I'll believe it uh, when I hear it from your high school friends that you didn't wear a white belt. Never. Well, the good news is let's get him in here. No, waiting, room, right. waiting room. Waiting actually, room. Waiting room. Actually, the belt I wore in high school was probably worse. It was. Oh, was it one of the braided long ones? <laughs> no, no, no. It was a. It was a. It was like a dress belt. My brother had had worked at Neiman Marcus, and he mm-hmm. gave me. This super expensive alligator belt that was like <laughs> was like something you would wear like with I don't know like a like a Steve Harvey suit and I would seriously <laughs> was just wearing it with jeans and t-shirts and shit like, the whole, like, like every day in high school I was just like Damn. sitting in class in like a three hundred dollar alligator belt. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I worked at the mall. I worked at like a kiosk at the mall selling to- like the cheap toys, like a, ooh a hover disc and oh, a spinster sure. car. Yeah, I love that. And all the all the toys were made, you know, by children somewhere. That's how you knew they were good. And they they would. They had broken English on the boxes, mm-hmm. and I remember there's a, a remote control car you could get where it would spin up on its back legs, and the front <laughs> wheels could spin like a battle bot, kind of. And on the box, it said, "That's right, this is the car. It ruddies, R U D D Y S. That was what it said. It said, "That's right, this is the car. It ruddies." 
What does that mean? And so, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. They clearly put something into Google Translate <laughs> and translated it like spins or rotates or like rudder. And it was just, I mean, huge on the box. <laughs> That's right. This is the car. Like, Pete, like kids were running up to me. They were like, do you have the one that ruddies? And I was like, that's right. That is the car. <laughs> it ruddies. <laughs> but I, I bought the guy next to me was the belt purse guy, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And he gave me, because uh, uh, I used to, we'd play poker all the time. He gave me a, a royal flush, flaming royal flush belt buckle that I wore for a year. <laughs> that's embarrassing for sure. Like, it's, and what you're picturing mm-hmm. isn't as dumb as it looked. <laughs> You couldn't picture you could yes. a tattoo artist wouldn't give this tattoo to a Nazi. That's how bad <laughs> the thing looked. It's so funny like when you're uh, in, like man. when you're a high school kid cuz you're just like you're you're just thinking of things. You'll find a different thing. You'll be like this is kind of cool, that's kind of cool, this is kind of cool. And then you just put them all together. You have like no plan. You're just like mm-hmm. if yeah. these individual pieces are cool, then putting them together <laughs> could only be cooler. Like there'll be like some sort of like cool Voltron outfit. <laughs> just like a symbol. When, when truly nothing is uh, less than the sum of its parts, <laughs> yeah. than the belt, the, the flaming Royal flush belt buckle, the uh, silk Nike sleeveless, not a tank top sleeveless <laughs> Cerulean baby blue shirt, the shorts that could also be pants at a moment's notice. <laughs> Just put it all, all of them, all together, and then oh, get out there and go. Uh, I'm gonna get a prom date. Let's, <laughs> uh, let's talk about the Sonic the Hedgehog. Chris has never seen Sonic the Hedgehog. That's right. But he 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 wrote here what he believes Sonic to be. Mm-hmm. Um. So we can all pull it up. Just just read it on our computers here. And Chris, you go ahead and cast it. Yeah. Let us know who you, who you would like. Or if you want it to be secret, you can cast it as it comes. Or you can tell us now no, who you would like I, us to I play. I have it all set up. I will. I, I do want to do a tiny bit of preface in that. Of course. Uh, I'm just going to be, as far as this uh, scene goes, you are literally going to be dropped in right before the climax of the movie is where I'm picturing. Okay. So there's been a lot of things that have already happened. There's still some things to happen. So, okay. Uh, I'm just going to preface it like that. You're just getting dropped in right to, to the middle of the movie. Um, Thank you. So no one listens to this and feels uh, like like they didn't get it all. Right. Like, hey, what the <laughs> hell? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who is this fucking guy? That's not, you know. Um, also, I, I, you know, since I know nothing about the movie, I created some characters. I don't know if they're in the movie actually or not. Um, but anyway, Troy. Yes. Uh, you're going to be playing Sonic. I'm pretty sure he's in the Ooh, actual movie. Wow. Uh, Sonic, mm-hmm. but you're going to play Sonic, and you're also going to be playing Pace. Okay. Um, Kyle, you're going to be playing Tempo, uh, Tempo, who is a lady, just so you know. Okay. Uh, you're also going to be playing Wiz and Bolt. And then Great. I, Chris, will be reading the direction and also playing Steve's and I want to say uh, Dash. Oh, no. I feel like you had good instincts here naming everyone after energy drinks you've never heard of. That's right. That's exactly right. You, are you telling me you don't want to have a cherry dash? It's like the stuff on the bottom shelf at a truck stop in Iowa. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like the the 55 truck stop is like, yeah, you got to just get, get a tempo, man. I mean, it is illegal outside of this state, but it comes with a bottle rocket. Uh, okay, so Chris yes. Charpentier has never seen Sonic. Mm-hmm. When, whenever you're ready. Okay. 
uh, <clears throat> interior cave hedge quarters day. That's right. It doesn't. Get, <laughs> it only gets worse. <laughs> uh, if you didn't stand up and take a break after that, then you don't write like I did. Oh, you, you think that was the first thing I came up with? Are you kidding me? I came back for that gold. Uh, <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, in the faraway darkness, we see a pinhole of light and the soft but familiar sound of drums thumping at the rate of a runaway train. We move at superhuman speed through the darkness. The pinhole of light is getting bigger and the drums louder until we can make out the light coming off a, a <clears throat> coming off of 12 computer screens set up in a semicircle and the music, what looks to be 7 million speakers stacked on one another. The camera spins in 360 around Sonic as he sits at the command center, Sig hanging from his mouth, typing with such furies that his hands are a blue tornado. Dubstep's blasting. This goes on for about 15 minutes. <laughs> the, camera, the camera makes a sudden stop on Sonic's face. Bloodshot eyes peer over the top of reading glasses. His jaw drops. The smoke drops from his mouth. Sonic. My God in heaven. Steve's, give me my jacket. The centenarial butler emerges from the darkness holding a leather jacket. The weight of the jacket almost enough to topple the old man. Sonic speeds by and grabs his jacket without saying anything. No supper then tonight, I assume? Which, by the way, that's a killer callback from earlier in the movie. A scene that obviously I didn't write. But <laughs> I don't, it's like that you guys would be laughing super oh, hard. Uh, from that night where he had got all that <laughs> right. supper. That's exactly right. right. Uh, Sonic's big on supper. Exactly. It's a big. It's a. It's a real good callback. Yeah, it's sort of um, a MacGuffin. <laughs> okay. Uh, Sonic now a blur of fur as he bulls his way through a massive maze-like cave and comes to a screeching stop in front of Tempo's house. Tempo. Sonic. Tempo. There is light on, but no motion from inside the house. Come on, we don't have time for this, Tempo. We have to go save the world. We hear Tempo's tiny voice without seeing her. Say that again. A big smile creeps across Sonic's face. We have to go save the world. You really mean it? Yes, I really mean it. I screwed up. I let you and the whole gang down by thinking I could do this myself. All along, it was our friendship that made me special. Not that I'm a blue hedgehog that can speak and run at supersonic speeds. <laughs> The front door opens and Tempo steps into frame. She's ditched her sundress and now looks like a squirrel dressed like Rambo. Holy. I figured I'd get ready in case you changed your mind. Where did you get all this stuff? I usually keep them in my cheeks. But... Come on, Sonic, there's a lot of room in there and you're a little guy. The blue hedgehog and the Whoa. orange squirrel smile and hug and the camera spins around them and dub music blasts. This continues for about 15 minutes. The camera comes to a jarring stop. What about the others? Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Sonic takes a deep breath in and does one of those cool whistles where you put your fingers into your mouth. The camera starts <laughs> spinning around and dub starts, dubstep starts blasting, this time for over a half an hour. The music finally stops. Whiz, Bolt, Dash, and Pace are all standing behind Sonic with their arms folded and guns too big for their little rodent bodies. You didn't think we were going to miss all the fun, did you? Not for a second. Hey, where's Dart? The music stop. The crew looks down 
after looking at each other, and then they look to the ground. Oh, God. I'm sorry, Sonic. Okay, here's what this is, Wiz. Hey, Sonic, you no doubt would have done anything for you, and even though he's gone, I know he would have wanted us. We asked for the news, not the weather. The crew laps in laughter and starts at a long walk towards Crystal City. So let me get this straight. Uh, just because I spit a little. A lot. The gang laughs again. Uh, because I spit when I talk, you're not going to grieve the loss of your friend and your men. Shut up already, Wiz. The group laughs again, and this time even Wiz laughs a little. <laughs> I am sorry, Sonic. I just didn't know how much a daughter loved you. Shut the fuck up, Wiz! I clearly don't want to talk about it! This is some real-ass trauma I'm going through. God damn, man. Well, I've had a lot of unchecked trauma in my life, and I'm telling you, the sooner you take a look, the better. Jesus, fuck, Wiz. You always make it about you. We all know you used to be fat, and I'm fucking positive. We've all put in our time making sure you know you're our friend, and we accept you for how you are. That said, this shit right here is way different. What Sonic is going through is so much worse. Oh, so now we are comparing the traumas. Bolt turns around and tosses Wiz a candy bar. Have a Snickers. You're a real wimp when you're hungry. The crew laughs hard as hell. Wiz, <laughs> clearly triggered by this, falls into the back and hangs his head. Only Speaks a- only loud oh. enough for himself to hear. I am not a hungry, you prick. Tempo, running and yelling over her shoulder. Hey, Sonic! Bet I can beat you to Crystal City! Sonic with legs full cyclone. Not a chance! <laughs> the rest of the crew and the gang follow suit, and they take off to meet Jim Carrey and his little mustache from the billboards. <laughs> <laughs> I feel good about Stand it. And scene. I feel all right. And yeah, I feel, I feel solid. <laughs> So, I guess, Troy, my question is not about the accuracy, but if Chris really knew how far into the movie this exact scene happened or not. Was this an early scene in the movie? Yeah, I feel like this is right before they're on their way to go and fight the guy. Am I right? Literally the old... No. I don't know oh. what any of this was. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, maybe we should read it again from the top. Maybe it was the voices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> was that why you can't remember it? Because the voices were off? <laughs> Yeah, I could do more more Sicilian, less mainland. If you thought, I I mean, I'm always for more Sicilian of anything. I just wanted to do a Mario voice to it because I knew you didn't know much about Mario, so I thought it would help you to to feel a little bit. (laughs) Don't fucking insult me, all right? Don't tell me I don't know enough about Mario. I just know I know (laughs) plenty about all of them. What? I just want to know, Troy. I'm sorry. In the Sonic, uh, did they did trauma or trauma shaming come up at all? That's what I'm curious. In in the Sonic, in the actual are you my aunt? <laughs> in the in the real Sonic, in the real in Sonic, the which Sonic, Pokemans in were that the Sonic one? Sonic on your box? Yeah, in the, on your magic box. Are you playing the Sonic? Uh, <laughs> actually, there is trauma. There's actually a lot of trauma in it. There is, like, discussion of psychological trauma and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe I'll see Is it, it. because there's no way his head doesn't hurt? Because <laughs> he spins so fast all the it's time. It's more about it, his feelings. Is it, oh, is it because it's... he puts off so much smoke when he starts running that he's uh, started to ruin the environment and he feels bad about it? It's more about... Forest fires and such? They're, they need a renewable resource for his shoes. It's, it's, it's more about his loneliness on the planet. 
Oh, because he has a mohawk. So, doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help. Does not help. Uh, man, there's. I mean, Sonic is who would have sold me the royal flush belt buckle. Oh, fucking yeah. hey, dude. For sure, Live he's fast, got dude. a dude. Live fast, dude. Does he have a catchphrase? No, I uh, no, I don't think so. Life comes at you fast. You just got to be faster. We could pitch some catchphrases Ooh, I like here. That. I, I think that one's not bad. Life comes at you fast. You just got to be faster. That's really good. Is Sonic? Uh, yeah, um, we will just recast Sonic as Matthew Broderick. It'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about high school girls. Three tails. <laughs> Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Matt McConaughey. Why did I think it was McConaughey? <laughs> you just, you uh, heard, you heard Matthew, <laughs> I go Matthew Broderick. And you're like, been waiting for this fucking, this is my chance. Yeah, dude. This been is my for this chance riff. for right, I, can, I tear up the card that had that riff on it now. You guys haven't seen that part about Ferris Bueller where they have three tails? <laughs> thanks, for set, thanks for setting me up, Troy. Dude, it would be great to do a remake of uh, Ferris Bueller that's McConaughey, and it's just like, a rap. <laughs> yeah, this is her dad, yeah, dude. Cool. Let her out. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe you just need to talk to your old man and figure this stuff <laughs> I mean, out. Shit. <laughs> he would for sure be Cam. He wouldn't be Ferris. You think? No way. He's, yeah, no, he, he can do that. Man, I mean, there's just nothing shit, practical dude. about a hockey jersey, but I'm wearing it because it looks cool. <laughs> <laughs> hockey jersey, cactus slacks, and loafers. <laughs> loafers with white socks. He's just the whole. He, he this last scene would just be him in the museum because he would just not stop staring at the paintings. Yeah, exactly. And he wouldn't even leave with them to go anywhere else. Like I feel like it's staring back. At <laughs> This one's speaking to me. Get my drum. <laughs> Remember when he was in Wolf of Wall Street just to hit his uh-huh. chest for 15 yeah, seconds? Dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's the best part of that whole movie, to be honest. That's not one. the best part. Uh, the best part is when Margot Robbie is on the grad. You know what I'm going. You know what I'm going. <laughs> on the credits. Okay. Oh. All right, Troy. The Margot, Ro- Margot Robbie that- is the best. I saw that that McConaughey hits his chest like that in between takes to stay relaxed because basically all actors are told they're being too loud, right? And he hits his chest to basically calm himself down, like like compress and and interesting. And he, they saw him doing it, and so so I I, I learned all there. Like they saw him doing it and they told him to do that in the scene, and so once I heard that I was like. Well, why was he ever in the movie to start with then? If the only thing he was really there for, he riffed in the middle oh, of shooting. <laughs> what the fuck was happening? <laughs> why? What were they going to talk about at dinner? Why were they shooting a dinner scene in the movie at all if the only <laughs> thing from the dinner scene was, just, was the thing that he made up? He just happened to be in that hotel. <laughs> right. It's like, why was he even there? They're like, oh, why? hey, what are you doing? Like, like, what if nothing. you're watching Tropic Thunder and you find out Tom Cruise just got a fat suit at a garage sale, <laughs> and you're like, well, why? who wrote that part then? <laughs> also, if Tom Cruise showed up to your garage sale, it would be so fun. God, that would be, would be the, Yeah, he would definitely, he would all, he would definitely buy whatever your weirdest thing you were selling was. Yeah, and you're like, did you drive here? And he just runs off holding the fat suit like up in front of himself. Yeah, knees high. <laughs> knees real high. <laughs> I feel I'm like... I'm kind of close to the Scientology building. I don't want to talk about him too bad. <laughs> I feel like he might be the most, like, where you'd have, like, if if any celebrity were to just, like, have a run-in with you where they, you know, they buy something off of you off of Craigslist or something. 
I think he would be the number one most shocking if they were like. I think so too. He I think he's the most car, shocking like, person in America to run into. Yeah. Oh yeah, Tom. He's the most shocking person in America to run into because he is the most famous. He's as famous as anyone, and in a cult. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like, how does he? Is he allowed to do this? Yeah. If you put him, I would be worried about. Are you allowed? Yeah. To you put him. You a, put him somewhere really banal. He's like trying to return something at Sears or some shit. Like, it's just like what? He's like, I don't know exactly what a gift receipt is. I don't. I'm sorry. He's like, look, I bought this grill, but now I don't need it. <laughs> I thought we were all going to be outside more this summer. <laughs> yeah, I thought. <laughs> I can't. Like Tom Cruise doesn't have enough property to go outside. Yeah, just... <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess he's returning the grill. He's like, we're just not allowed to have these on our patios at the apartment complex. <laughs> like, where do you live? Apartment? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Why? What? <laughs> Yeah, I just didn't. I didn't read the lease enough. I'm, I have to go this place and register my animal as a support animal, so it can even. <laughs> <laughs> I signed a bad lease. Yeah, I can't I've been, fathom. I've been in the this apartment bit. since 1984. Yeah, right. he got famous and he's just stuck. Yeah, there. And, I, and at the time, you know, I didn't think that I needed to pay for the parking space, and now they're all sold out, and I can't get one, and I spend oh, most of so my day funny. looking for parking. A 40-year lease, a 40-year rent control lease made sense. At the time. I didn't think I'd be the biggest movie star in the world. Fuck me. But yeah, I, the walls. I have to tell you the walls are paper thin they are paper thin i can hear people they i can hear people booing vanilla sky three apartments away and they're wrong they're wrong <laughs> it's my it's really to this day it takes my best movie <laughs> oh man um i talked about this on a thing for the podcast but i just watched magnolia for the first time and i was like it's great uh oh he's the best he's the best in the world it's great yeah. we got we all forget just because he's good looking and good at action he's also the best he's really good it's, it's be- it, he it's really he's bizarre. really really good i i can't think the only movie that i can be like man what the fuck was uh when he did the mummy, did you see that? Yeah. That, oh, the serious dude, mummy. That was terrible. It's so weird because the whole time, it's distracting seeing him on screen because the entire time you're going, "Why is he in this? I don't know why he's right. in this." <laughs> he's really so. He's really too famous to even be in a movie that he's not either in Mission Impossible mm-hmm. or 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 whatever Jack Reacher is the same movie. Yeah, you know, he's you know, just yeah. too big. Or it's either he, if he's not playing himself, he has to be has to be an older movie, or it has to be so different, like like Tropic Thunder, where he's literally in a fat suit, almost to I would say in offensive extent oh yeah um <laughs> playing a jewish caricature yeah. that all, sure. as an agent um god that movie's so it, fucking it's, funny it's so, it's so funny. funny there's a really good corner of the internet uh that called like woke 20 year olds find tropic thunder and cancel robert downey jr <laughs> that is just like a beautiful place to go <laughs> and they're just, it'll be people who haven't seen the movie or heard of it and they're like robert downey jr wore blackface what and then you yeah. You just see the explanations and then the people talk, and you're just like, I don't know how I stumbled in here, but it's like 17 to 22 year old kids <laughs> freaking out, hating the movie, hating. Dude, the movie. God damn it. Yeah. It's so funny. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. That Man, movie. There, I think. Yeah. What were you about to say? There, I was just going to say there's one particular scene in that movie where Robert Downey Jr. does something. It's like his reaction to somebody saying something. Just his reaction makes me laugh 
It's probably the hardest I've ever laughed in a movie. <laughs> and he does, it's not even a line. It's just his reaction to what somebody else says. It's so fucking funny. God, that's I just movie. saw this because we're, we're comedians, so we think about this. I, comedies probably aren't my favorite type of movie. Yeah. I, yeah. I like big, heavy, long. Like, yeah, me too. Like yeah. The most. Mm-hmm. Um, but I read this article on The Ringer, which is hit or miss for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever since Bill Simmons blocked me on Twitter, I, it's very missed for me. I get it. Um, a lot of people yeah, don't like I, him. I'm, me. I'm still on Team Simmons, but I get it. I like him. I, he just blocked me when I asked him if he could write 500 words without bringing up Mad Men. Ooh, nice. That's um, hilarious. I don't know who Bill Simmons is. He's a sports writer mm-hmm. who became a pop culture oh, writer okay. who is a very good – he was like the first sports – I mean, this sounds so insane, but he was like the – the first, not the first, but like the first very famous for being funny internet sports writer. Yeah. He wrote this book and right he, here. He's like obsessed with basketball. Big he's Red obsessed Sox. with Boston sports. Yeah, big Red Sox and, guy. That's how uh, I he's found very him. Fun. He is funny and he used to be like su- super pop culture funny, but he couldn't write an article without talking about Mad Men. Like <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. He made a reference or The Wire. Everything is like referencing how good it is. Yeah. And I made a joke. I was like, ask him if he could write that. And he blocked me. Anyways, there's an article but on the He's also responsible <laughs> about, for the 30 for 30s on ESPN. <clears throat> yeah, he was, he was who came up with the idea for that. He's also like, he had an HBO show yeah. that I don't think people really loved. He's, um, he's pretty great. But he wrote the book of basketball, okay. which is like the, basically the basketball encyclopedia that the problem with writing an encyclopedia and publishing it is the sport continues. Right. And so it's like immediately dated where he's like in it, you're reading about like, Oh, Kevin Durant could be one of the best basketball players, and then now you're me like, oh, he's already thirty now, and you know, right, 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 but it's yeah. great. It, it's a really for everything that is has ended, he is an incredible writer, right? Yeah. Um, but he runs this website, The Ringer, I think, and with you know whoever made it. But they wrote about how 2008 was this year for comedies with Step Brothers, Tropic Thunder, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, and and kind of all these other movies that came out mm-hmm. the same year that don't exist anymore and it's very stepbrother centric sure. the article because it but it talks about how comedies that cost a hundred million dollars don't get made anymore yeah they i can't why would they but like this all, is that all these ones made tons and tons of money yeah right i think that but was people just, just don't care yeah, yeah it's just a weird time because very quickly i just remember at some point not that long ago it turned into like oh they only make movies that will sell internationally like period. That's like the only movie. Right. I think it's just if you now. make a movie that can go in China, mm-hmm. you're already you will not lose money. Right. So that's like and, what and they are making. Is yeah. Specific. But this this one year, 2008, there were ten live action non sequel American comedies that came out in three months. Damn. Step Brothers, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Maid of Honor, What Happens in Vegas, Sex in the City, Don't Mess with Zohan, Get Smart, Pineapple Express, Tropic Thunder, Bedtime Stories. Now. Step Brothers, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Sex in the City, Get Smart, Pineapple Express, and Tropic Thunder are all funny. I, yep, I would agree with that. Oh, man, I do hate Pineapple Express. I don't like that movie. You I do? I think it. It, it makes me laugh. Really? I thought it. I thought it had parts parts that for sure are funny, but I thought as a movie, it's not that great. Yeah, but, was, but there's that's sure so funny. many. That's like uh, this guy Peter Siegel, who uh, I think directed Step Brothers, but he's who directed Tommy Boy, Fifty First Dates, yeah. and Get Smart. So mm-hmm. probably not. Yeah, he basically said. Uh, the stock market crashed in 2008 oh, yeah. and that's why there's no more big budget comedies and he goes no one's going to spend 80 million dollars on a comedy when they can make a horror movie for seven right right, right. yeah i mean they deadpool deadpool yeah. i think deadpool counts as a comedy i would say but it still had the superhero True. people coming to see True. it 
it, it's rare that you see just a straight, this is, I love the other guys. I love the nice guys. And I think that is not quite, the other guys is straight up a comedy and that made me laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's still years and years. Yeah. Ago. I haven't seen pop star yet. I was talking with the, like Brian cook was saying it's incredible. And I keep hearing that, but I've never actually watched Everyone it. Everyone tells me it's, I've great. never watched it. Everyone Same. tells me it's great, but I don't, it was, that's still 2015 or 16. Yeah. And that didn't make a ton of money and didn't like everyone saw Step Brothers. Yeah, everybody did. What's see the Step one Brothers. that just came everyone out? Everyone saw Borat. Like Eurovision or something? With, oh, uh, yeah, the one on Netflix. I actually hear that's really good. I haven't watched it yet. I've heard that's good. Too. I've heard it's and great. I love Will Ferrell. Yeah, I, me too. And I, I mean, now is a difficult time to like assess how the film is yeah, yeah. because we're all stuck inside and there aren't movie theaters. But like, you wonder if Palm Springs, this, I haven't seen Palm Springs, but it's still not a straight comedy. Right. right. Also, it, it, I would recommend it. It's good. Yeah. The only part I didn't like about that movie is that the lead actress kind of reminded me of my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> so it was like, <laughs> I think that the movie probably knew what they were doing. It was kind of a bummer because it was like, oh, cool. I just get to watch this woman who reminds me of my ex-girlfriend fall in love with some funny guy. <laughs> I saw someone bitch. say something about it. They were like, going into Palm Springs, I was like, not another dumb Groundhog's Day movie and then the second it ended I was like this should be a genre that there where there's a new one every week yes <laughs> really totally it's that yeah. good I, I really I don't think it's that good but I do think that it was really good I thought it, I it definitely beat my expectations especially for a rom-com I was like oh wow this is like funny funny and there it's like they did cool things the the way the characters are set up there it's good it's funny I definitely like it. The dude sucks. The chick rules. It's great. Okay. I always wonder, like, I wonder how as something like, like that would have done smart, in theaters you know. or if it's benefiting from not getting theaters. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like, would any of us have gone to go see it? And it, it, it feels like between comedies dying and then, honestly, MoviePass helped a lot of movies, like, where especially yep. people I know and people around Los Angeles and uh, would go see them just because of that. I don't know if I would have, mm-hmm. like, gone to see you know i saw that taron kill and arnold schwarzenegger movie because i had movie pass and it was really really funny and like good and i mean it's not like gonna change my life but i had a good time going to see that and seeking out oh yeah i was going to like three movies a week i would like me and i was going to movies for air conditioning dude yeah it was like it was like (laughs) why not i'll go see it and the same thing honestly amc stubs even though it was like a little more it was still it was $23 $23 a month and it was still three movies a week. Like it was like, right. and that's that two movies pays. For yeah. Itself. More. Yeah. Easy. So we were, yeah, me and Monroe were going all the time yeah. and it was the shit. Um, yeah. Well, I'm going to, I want to table this, this continuing comedy. I'm always fascinated about how most comedians I talk to comedies aren't their favorite type. Yeah, of movie. not at all. But you know who, you know who, you know the people whose comedies, never, I don't even want to get into it. Let's, we I, got some games we're going to play. I will okay. say this though, they were when I was growing up. They were for sure when I was growing up. Yeah, I think so for me too. Wow, that's crazy. So maybe they're just for kids. You know what is wild is my trajectory is like, I loved comedies, then I loved Groundhog's Day and The Truman Show mm-hmm. and movies starring comedians and now I love the saddest things. Yeah. See, but I kind of think it's, I, I think it's a, it's the same thing when like you're, once you're actually like a professional comedian, it's a little like, 
I don't want to see these fucking joking fucks. All <laughs> it's like kind of like sometimes I do think I think it's a little like stand up. It's not that's why I'm genuinely when a comedy really makes me laugh and happy. I am I sell I, I yell at everyone. Oh yeah, me too. Because yeah, if you if you watch a stand up act, sometimes I'm guessing where it's going to mm-hmm. go, and when I'm wrong or when it catches me, that's when I'm the happiest yeah. of anything. Yeah. is watching stand up my favorite thing. When it surprises me. But lots of times when I'm watching a comedy, I'm like, I see the joke. I see the joke. I see what's going to happen. I yeah. See I watched Naked Gun for the first time. Oh, yeah. Like two months ago. Really? Oh. And 90% for never seen 90% of the joke caught me off guard. And I fucking was dude. Dying. It's so I was like, dumb. I was perfect. It's, even the ones where I knew where it was coming. Mm-hmm. It I, no one could commit. No one's ever committed anything like that ever. It's so, so it's still dumb. so dude, it's funny. so funny. It's so funny. I love it. I had it when I was a kid. We had like a copy of it on VHS that I guess we didn't take back to Blockbuster. Remember how you would sometimes nice. like for lose track of a movie and then yeah. it was just yours after you paid the fines. So, like, so like, I probably watched Naked Gun as a kid. I must have watched it. I mean, dude, even just the opening scene where the police car is on like, a, you know, driving through like a women's bathroom and like, yeah. on, like a roller coaster. You know what you should watch if you haven't seen it? Airplane. Yeah, I haven't. And dude, I need to. Airplane is easily as fun. Easily. I watch. I laugh so hard when they're in like a car chase, getting shot at, and the woman driving rolls the window yeah. up in the car. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, that's the funniest thing that you could ever. Somehow it was like, you know how improv when it's funny and good is like the funniest yeah. shit. Like you're just like, uh, it, which is so. It's not often great, but when it, it like was all the funniest stuff that you would see, like they made the funniest choice seven hundred times. Dude, yeah, Naked Gun. If you even the. I love it. What year are we recording this? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like if you guys want to go check this naked gun. Well, you know out. what the thing is? They don't they don't really make comedies like that. Those like slapsticky bop 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 cuz the naked gun yeah. airplane, those are like duck soup or something, man. There's they're just like yeah. there's a joke every 30 seconds. It's like maybe even faster and every single one of them is very silly. Like you got to yeah. watch airplane. If you ha- if you like the naked gun, I mean, even the sequels, but like, dude, Airplane. I'll check it out. It'll be the one I watch. All right. (laughs) We're going to take a we're going to take a quick break here. We will be right back. All right, we're back. It is game time to wrap up this episode. We are going to play a few games. The first game we're going to play is called Before and Afters. Before and Afters. How this game works is two movies have been smushed into one movie. I will read you the smushed together movie plot. You tell me the smushed together movie title. Uh, We have three of them today. Uh, for this episode here, so they can be combined all sorts of ways. The Wolf of Wally Street, we're talking about the Wolf of Wall Street, is one. It could be like Saving Private Silverman, Fargo. It's they're not all clean, if that makes sense. Right. Sure. So I'll read you the new plot. You you guys guess the title. You're more than welcome to work together if you'd like. Okay. Uh, or I will probably need your help, Troy. You've seen a lot more movies than me. Fair enough. Uh, great. So here we go. Numero one. A jury holdout attempts to prevent a miscarriage of justice. Wait, hold on. Yeah, miscarriage of justice by forcing his colleagues to reconsider the existence of a secret organization that polices and monitors extraterrestrials on Earth. Oh, I got it. Twelve men in black. Twelve, twelve right. angry men in black. 
Nice. Nice work. That was a, the best virtual high five I've ever given. Given. I was pretty close. I felt like I was on my way. I knew something. Twelve and the Men in Black. I was. We were, we there. were there. We were there. Nice. All right. Next one. Zombies attempt to steal corporate secrets by invading your dreams in this satirical comedy horror action thriller. That's like um, Inception and Zombie Land. Zombies. Wait, what's the clue again? Zombies attempt to steal corporate secrets by invading your dreams in this satirical comedy horror thriller. Zombies attempt to steal corporate secrets by invading your dreams. Well, it's got to be Inception. In- the second part's, I think, Inception. Well, could it be Shaun of Shaun of the Dead? In Shaun Inception of the Dead. Inception of the Dead. Hey. Whoa! All right. <laughs> nice. Two of the right, seven wh- movies I've seen. Thank God. Uh, Last one does involve the tagline. Here we go. A groovy spy from the 60s is brought back to stop his scheming arch nemesis and team of mercenaries as they follow historical clues in search of a secret stash of gold and relics. Uh, Austin Austin. Powers National Treasure? It's got to be the two movies yes, were there how do you combine them austin powers international treasure <laughs> <laughs> yes. we'll give it to you That's austin the- powers international treasure man mystery. <laughs> <laughs> somebody wrote that in for you or you someone wrote, that? wrote i mean i would think i probably wrote that wow. i'm not sure well if somebody got, else did or whoever did good for both i wrote of the you. plot yeah, yeah that one's hard I'm, I'm out here writing i i write some people sometimes people send in the titles and i appreciate it and i write all the plots and you start to feel crazy <laughs> yeah that, you start to feel literally crazy that was in, uh, that one is insane t- this is um, today. I wrote might be my favorite one, which is uh, Jack Ass, Jack Ass, Jack Ass, Ass, God damn it, Assass, Jack Ass, Assassination of Jesse James, <laughs> <laughs> which is Jack Ass and the Assassination of Jesse James. It's just impossible to say. Jesus, that's great. Jack Ass, Assassination Jack of Jesse Ass- James <laughs> by the coward by coward Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> Dude, I love the assassination of Jesse James. That I love that movie. Great. Is it good? Have you this never seen it? Movie. I have, dude, I haven't seen any movies. Do you like uh, it's do you great. like westerns? I do. Dude, I like great. If you like slow, if you like slow, beautiful yeah, westerns, it's great. I, I think I do. It's really great. I like Tombstone um, and Open Range. Oh, bro, you got you got Brad Pitt as Jesse James. I mean, it's pretty good. In my head, I pictured Open Season, <laughs> the cartoon about like a bear or whatever. I was like, well, Chris, you're gonna love Jesse James if you like Shrek. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, all right, we great. got one more game that we're gonna play. Tight. This game we're gonna play is okay, 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 okay. Oh wow. Guess what movie trailer okay. Kyle's okay. dad is describing okay. having only watched a trailer okay. and never having heard of the movie game. This is Guess What Movie Trailer Kyle's dad is describing having only watched a trailer and never having heard of the movie The Game. How it works is my dad will describe a movie trailer for a movie he's never heard of, let alone seen. You have to guess what movie trailer he's describing. If you think you know, 
Uh, you can raise your hand or give me a thumbs up in the Zoom meeting. Okay. <laughs> Just raise your hand. I can see you. Uh, but we'll let it play out. Are yeah. you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. There are some, some wind chimes slowly blowing. He walks out of his house and his dog is barking. It's bent over at exactly a 90 degree angle. It's too perfect to be done by man. They're wearing those funny hats. They're all watching TV. The same thing. They want to make sure things are all clear for the rest of them. She wants a glass of water. He jumps out of bed. Quick shots of the army on TV. Everything is boarded up. He keeps saying, don't be afraid. He dropped his flashlight. Never good. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Any ideas? I mean, I can just, I'm just going to guess. Can I just guess? Uh, War of the Worlds. It is not War of the Worlds. I have one more You know what is crazy? You know what what is crazy about, okay. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to step on what could be. We'll let Troy, Troy give a guess and then back to Chris. Is it Independence Day? It is not Independence Day. Okay. Chris? I'm trying, I'm having a hard time remembering the name of the movie uh, that I'm thinking of. But it's. It was. I I'm gonna say that you're probably incorrect. <laughs> well, no, I'm pretty dumb. It's the. It was M Night Shyamalan's one. Oh. right after the big, the good one. It was the next one with the, what's his face? <laughs> Ooh, signs. There you it go. It is signs. It is signs. Fuck yeah, dude! I knew it yes. just because of the wind chimes. <laughs> you know what's crazy? <laughs> I was like, I remember What's the crazy wind about saying War of the Worlds is there's a part in Signs where Joaquin Phoenix says, "This is like War of the Worlds." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the, what? Someone described what was happening to them, and Chris was like, "That is like War of the Worlds." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good job, good job! Wow, I can't believe it. I really that uh, was going to be my first <clears throat> guess too, but then I don't remember the flashlight and stuff but that's funny because i definitely have never seen signs nor have i seen war of the worlds so oh, i, was going I think based signs is pretty solely good. off Oof. of trailers that i remember from however long ago that movie <coughs> came out Ooh, um, i can't give you a sign well, hey guys being good. <laughs> that's okay uh you don't have to <laughs> uh guys thanks for being here we're gonna wrap up and and then we're gonna restart and we're gonna troy script it up but but Dope. tell tell everyone chris where to find you thank you for having never seen sonic the hedgehog absolutely um i feel like this is one of the ones where we might actually get the people who made sonic the hedgehog to see this hey that would be <laughs> i hopefully not mean to them i i'm sure it's yeah. a great movie <laughs> But let everyone know where to find you and what, what Chris stuff you got. Absolutely. Uh, there is a podcast uh, for all you podcast fans. I don't know if there's anybody listening to this podcast who likes listening to podcasts. <laughs> but I have my own podcast that's called uh, Sports Bullies the Game. Uh, I have had uh, some wonderful guests such as Kyle Ayers and Troy Walker. Uh, they're both very funny on the show. My, I am hosted, uh, I co-host with David Van Heisen, my very good friend. It's a very silly, very silly game. Uh, very absurd comedy if you want to have a weird time. Check that out. 
And until uh, the world opens, that's all I'm doing. So please check that out. Great. Troy? Uh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at Troy Walker ESQ. Troy Walker esque. Great. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening, everybody. Please uh, uh, enjoy part two, maybe the next week. I don't know how these work. Thanks for listening, everybody. If you want, we got merch and stuff. Uh, KyleAires.com slash merch, a bunch of stickers. We're on Patreon. Oh, we got a Discord now with a before and afters robot you can play against. Whoa, so if you like doing before and afters, come play our, our robot. It's crazy. It goes through the whole database. Basically, you just follow us on Twitter or Instagram, and we got links to the Discord. Uh, on there. Thank you for listening. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.